Tarantula Jacobs, the founder of Into the Garden for the modern day Ishechayel woman of Vela, Montpreneur, and author of the book You Don't Know the Cost of My Alabaster Box. This is for you, the woman that is more than an overcomer, more than a victim, but a victor, a giant slayer, a soul sister, a proud warrior, a dynamic, sassy soul, and probably afraid to be you. In essence, be true to who you are. A woman living her best life, a woman with a zest for life, who overcame abandonment, abuse, and struggles. That woman is May. That woman is you. So join May on this journey to raise awareness through soul poetry, devotions, inspirations, up and coming events. Ishet Shahil, this is your safe place, your haven to turn your brokenness into beauty, your ashes into innocence. Welcome, yes. Buenas tardes, como esta? Jendore Nihal. And top of the day to you. I'm your host, Salome Jacobs. And you know what? On our Facebook page, it says, Welcome, enter with a happy heart. May all who enter as guests leave as a friend. Well, today we're meeting in that ever present setting with a blend of aromatic flavors to your heart's content for joining me today is the ever vibrant carol schultz and she encourages you with what was dropped in her spirit and of course what is due her theme is ringing of the cloth there's room for you so join us as we sip on our decadent, refreshing cup of coffee, blended with a word that penetrates so deep, that leaves you coming back for more. So, I don't know what type of coffee connoisseur you are but here into the garden we have a blend of coffees coffee encouragements from the Lord so join us in that ethereal presence that omnipotent presence that walk and talk come alongside me presence For I am about to astound you with my presence. do what she does so well I'd like to leave this with you Psalm 16 verse 5 NIV Lord you have assigned me my portion and my cup you have made my lot secure isn't that simply just wonderful you already have 
an assigned portion, a blessed portion given to you from the Lord. And I was looking at coffee and I came across something and I'm going to share before again Carol and it simply says coffee offers forgiveness for everyone everywhere so thank you for joining Carol Schultz in the very heart of the garden where coffee offers forgiveness for everyone everywhere on this weekend's episode of into the garden podcast and coffee time carol schultz drives right into ringing of the cloth there's room for you yes she dives right into it so let me just share that coffee time will be going back to its normal slot on tuesdays so stay tuned stay connected but for now grab a cup of coffee settle in and welcome home where this podcast is born from soul sisters to come back to the heart of the home coffee time with carol schultz Greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Saviour. My name is Carol Scholz, a beloved daughter of the Most High God, of whom he delights in. I'm sitting here and what a beautiful day it is. Um, We had uh, some rain, some very bad wind. Uh, We had rolling thunder in the week. Uh, Yeah, it was actually quite amazing. Uh, from one day to the next day, you know, like in two, three days, you can have all different kinds of seasons here. Um, and yeah, so now I'm back with you and God has been so amazing. I wanted to share, to be honest, to share with you something else, but the Holy Spirit did not allow that because that was probably my own doing, my fleshly way of doing things. And I have to hearken unto the Lord and unto the voice of God. And then I just left it. I left it for the week and everything. And then Salome also just reminded me um, that uh, for my word of encouragement that I need to do for the listeners on the podcast. And, you know, all I can just say, oh, but for God, oh, only but for God. And God was so amazing what he poured in my spirit. The Holy Spirit guided me. And this is what I will be sharing with you today. Wow. God is so, so amazing. You know, we can't do anything without the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It's very important that we don't do things just up, do things out of our own. Wait upon the Lord. Hear what he wants you to say. Be still in quietness. Truth comes through the power of God. So I hope you are encouraged with this word that I will be sharing with you today. 
you know, I was sitting in my uh, kitchen with a cup of coffee and um, looking through the open door. Beautiful day, like today. And I was looking at the sky, the beautiful trees, my garden, and listening to the chirps of the birds and the, oh, yes, and the shenanigans of the squirrels, you know, running up and down in the trees on the poles and the wires, like doing these acrobatic things. And then my dog thinks, oh, wow, he must now do some hunting, you know, and going out and pointing to me, coming in and telling me, oh, the squirrel is there. Uh, yeah, so, you know, and having some joyful time also with my pet is also great. Um, God is good uh, where that is concerned. That also uh, is also part of a day. You know, if you have animals as well, um, you know, sometimes they can bring you a point where you see things also differently. You see nature also differently. And this is what uh, I was doing and sitting and talking to God you know, all things going through my mind and talking to the Lord and uh, looking into my life, reminiscing as where I came from to where I am at now, um, speaking to God of how and from where he brought me out. Um, you know, we have so much to be thankful of and to be grateful for. Even through life's woes, the ups and downs, the turnaround, you know, it's like on the turntable of life's demands, Upon us, we go round, we spin round and round, and it's like the record of life, you know, like the record. It's like this, if you have a scratch on the record, uh, when the needle comes upon that floor, that scratch, it gives a distorted sound and it becomes a repetitive cycle if we do not put a stop to it by lifting it off from the record, from our lives, so to speak. You know, that flaw and that scratch, that distorted sound of distress can forever change you, either from the abyss of darkness that feeds on your pain, your hurt, your lack of self-worth, self-loathing, your bitterness, rejection, abandonment, anger, lack of compassion, lack of empathy, lack of love, or we can let the floor, the scratch, that distorted sound carry a weight of being measured by the Master, the Messiah, the Son of God, the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. On that scale would be then all of you, no matter what state you are in and what road you are on and what cross crossroads you are standing on. On that scale, on the one shell will be you, it's being measured with, under other scale, repentance. And if it's you and repentance, that scale will bring you to a balance and that balance renders forgiveness. Because through Jesus Christ, God has found you worthy. Yes, through Jesus Christ, God has found you worthy. And I want to say, hug him to your bosom. Hold on tight with all your might. Grab on to God's promises. No matter what but you fell in or are in, he is there. Stretch out your hand out of the pit of life's woes that want to blindfold you or put blinkers on you. So as you journey through, you must not see or experience the goodness of God. No, 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 no. 
Some of you are probably saying, what does she know? It's not easy. It's not so simple as she makes it sound. Yes, I know it's not easy. I've gone through many dark things in life. Received devastating blows, losses, abandoned, rejected, in prison of my own doing and other makings of the mind and spiritually that manifested into the physical. I sought comfort in food which led to obesity and health issues. Epilepsy, cancer, divorce that led to self-blame and, and the hurt of seeing my children be so affected by it that I wish that I could shoulder their pain, their hurt, their suffering, uh, their neglect, uh, the loss of friends, yes, even best friends and even family, you know. But I want to say this, that because of the simplicity of God's overwhelming love, and the cross of Calvary, the blood shed by the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the nurturer, the helper, who could come and hold, make us hold onto this hope, onto this faith that no matter what, yes, I held onto because of God's love, because of the blood shed on the cross, the Calvary's cross, because of the Holy Spirit, the helper, the nurturer, I could hold on to this hope. I could hold on to this faith that no matter what, my God will come through for me. I stood on that, people, I stood on that. No matter how overwhelmed I was with emotions or thinking there is nothing, what am I going to do tomorrow? Thinking, hey, there is, how am I going to end this day? quoting scriptures and sometimes mind just going blank and, and not coming into the scriptures, not coming into the word of God because of emotions. And then through that, through that, my lifeline was, my lifeline was this, that I would say and I would hold on to it and I would say no matter what, my God will come through for me. Therefore, I held on. I hugged the love of God for me, the sacrifice of the Son of God, Jesus Christ on Calvary, to my bosom. I hugged it, I kept it to my bosom. And believe you me, I held on tight with desperation, not letting go. The Trinity, which is God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three in one. Yes, through all of this that I've mentioned, through all of this that you think that, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't understand. It's not so easy. It's not so simple. But I want to say to you through all of this that I went through, it can be, it happened to me and what you're also going through, you can also receive it. I received supernatural, extraordinary, miraculous miracle through the power of the Holy Spirit as God has found me worthy. And he healed me through all of this. He healed me. He healed me from health issues. He healed me from epilepsy that I was for 38 years. Healed me from the cancer, the devastating that they say, oh yeah, uh, this is rare, uh, this procedure won't work. And I would hold on and I would say to the doctor even, I would say, my God, will come through for me. Even though that you are saying this report, I believe the report of my God. And God came through for me because I let everything go and I let God have his way. And while by doing that, by rendering all unto him, 
had received extraordinary supernatural miraculous healing. And I'm still on that path every day. I'm still on the path of talking to God when things happen, bringing it before and holding on to his word and on his promises. The Father loves you. Oh, how the Father loves you. How the Son, Jesus Christ, implores for you. How the Holy Spirit guides and steers you. Yes. Yes, beloved. Oh, how the Father loves you. How the Son, Jesus Christ, implores for you. And how the Holy Spirit guides and steers you. The word of God says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In John 8 verse 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And I also want to share with you Romans 8.35. Yo, hold on to this. Hold on to this. Hold on to these scriptures. Remember the scriptures. Write it down. Put it in your cupboards. As you open up your cupboard, your clothes cupboard, put it there. Put it on your fridge. Put it in your drawer, put it by your office, put it up by your phone, put it by your laptop, put it by your computer, put it on your phone. So when you go through things, you read this. You read this promises confirmation. Romans 8.35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Verse 36, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. And then verse 37 says, nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Verse 38, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come, no height, no depth, nor any other creature shall separate us or shall be able to separate us. Yes, verse 39. Yes, it says, no height, no depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes, hold on to this, write it down. Keep it, that you can see it. So whatever you go through, this confirmation of who God is and who God says you can be. People, I wish to share with you an inspirational poem that I wrote, which is so apt because where I was in this, where I was being weighed on the scale and where was this, and, and my thankfulness, my gratefulness of his grace, this... Um, I wrote this inspirational poem and its title, If Not For You, Lord. O holy are you, O Lord. Your love is unconditional. I fill with emotional, I fill with emotion indescribable. 
as I'm overwhelmed by your presence. Your countenance towards me brings to tears. My eyes fill up as I realize the awesomeness of your love. If not for you, Lord, where would I be? If not for you, Lord, I would be long gone. If not for you, Lord, granting me grace. If not for you, Lord, finding me worthy, even though I was a broken mess. If not for you, Lord, how would I know to love? If not for you, Lord, how would I know to forgive? If not for you, Lord, how would I know to let go of bitterness? If not for you, Lord, how would I know to love on? If not for you, Lord, how would I share my testimonies? If not for you, Lord, how would I be restored? If not for you, Lord, I am well and truly blessed. If not for you, Lord, how would I know that through Christ Jesus, my inheritance is secured? Yes, O Lord, if not for you. People, I wish to encourage you also with a simple prayer statement as I finish off this uh, encouragement to you that I've shared with you. I wish to encourage you with a simple prayer statement for those who wish to change their lives from this day forth. Repeat after me. Yes. Stand and repeat after me. If you can stand, even if you're laying in your bed and you're not well, repeat after me. Even if you're in a wheelchair on crutches, repeat after me. Whether you're a grandfather, grandmother, a mom, a dad, a brother and a sister, an aunt and an uncle, a niece and a nephew, a neighbor, a pastor, yes, a pastor, an evangelist, yes. There's times that we slip, we slip and then we fall from God, even those, for those, yes. Repeat after me, dear Father God, I wish to come before your throne room of grace. I repent of all my wrongdoing and sins. And I do declare unto you that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And by his blood shed on Calvary, I am redeemed. I remove my name from the book of death. And I write my name into the book of the Lamb, which is the book of life. And through his blood, let my request be heard mixed with incense as it reaches you on your throne and be written and witnessed at the mercy seat of your praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So be it. Have an amazing turnaround of your life, people, from this day forth. God is good. Be blessed with his goodness and let it flow into your life and to the people around you. Peace be with you. Shalom. the garden we offer stories but stories of a different kind topics that relate to you to use as a wonderful tool these are stories biblical stories moral stories to impart truths
like the Good Samaritan. Naaman went for cleansing. Noah and the Ark. Remember when we were young, our parents read to us out aloud these stories, gone forgotten stories of our childhood days. A Christian story can open our eyes to truths about ourselves in a passive yet non-threatening telling of a story kind of way. These stories are for you inspiration motivation, encouragement. So join us on this journey where Into the Garden offers you a story that you can listen to. So today I'm sharing story of the teacup. It simply tells you how the master potter brought this plain lump of clay to a beautiful teacup. This is a great story to help illustrate the truth of Jeremiah 18 from verse 1 through to 16. For Jesus told parables, stories, so that you and I and those who came before you and me could understand. So may we all see ourselves and God's creative mastery in this teacup story. It's a wonderful inspirational story to go along with the Bible story of the potter and the clay, which of course is found in Jeremiah 18. There was a couple who used to go to England to shop in the beautiful stores. They both liked antiques and pottery and especially teacups. This was their 25th wedding anniversary. One day in this beautiful shop they saw a beautiful cup. Now I don't know about you but I love a beautiful antique cup because our parents were collectors of antiques and if you go into some of these homes you will find an array pristine of antique cups for back in the day they would purchase these cups from the UK and it would be brought to Africa and South Africa by ship.
So they saw this beautiful cup and they said, may we see that? We've never seen one quite so beautiful. As the lady handed it to them, suddenly the cup spoke. You don't understand, it said. I haven't always been a teacup. There was a time when I was red and I was clay. My master took me and rolled me and patted me over and over and over and I held out, let me alone, but he only smiled. Not yet. Then I was placed on a spinning wheel, the cup said, and suddenly I was spun around and around and around. Stop it! I'm getting dizzy! I screamed. But the master only nodded and said, Not yet. Then he put me in the oven. I never felt such heat, the teacup said. I wondered why you wanted to burn me, and I held and knocked at the door. I could see him through the opening, and I could read his lips as he shook his head. Not yet. Finally, the door opened. He put me on the shelf, and I began to cool. There, that's better, I said, and he brushed and painted me all over. The fumes were horrible. I thought I would gag. Stop it! Stop it! I cried. He only nodded. Not yet. Then suddenly he put me back into the oven, not like the first one. This was twice as hot and I knew I would suffocate. I begged, I pleaded, I screamed, I cried. All the time I could see him through the opening, nodding his head, saying, not yet. Then I knew there wasn't any hope. I would never make it. I was ready to give up, but the door opened and he took me out and placed me on the shelf. One hour later, he handed me a mirror and said, Look at yourself. And I did. I said, That's not me. That couldn't be me. It's beautiful. I'm beautiful. I want you to remember then, he said. I know it hurts to be rolled and patted, but if I had left you alone, you'd have dried up. I know it made you dizzy to spin around on the wheel, but if I had stopped, you would have crumbled. I know it hurt and was hot and disagreeable in the oven, but if I hadn't put you there, you would have cracked. I know the fumes were bad when I brushed and painted you all over, but if I hadn't done that, you never would have hardened. You would not have had any colour in your life.
And if I hadn't put you back in that second oven, you wouldn't survive for very long because the hardness would not have held. Now, you are a finished product. You are what I had in mind when I first began with you. And this comes from Arthur unknown. Now before I give the lesson from the teacup story, how many people before you and me have written powerful stories and haven't penned their name to it? So to whoever wrote this and penned this, I implore him or her for there are many authors around the world unknown. This teacup story illustrates what Jeremiah wrote by the inspiration of God. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house and there I shall announce my words to you. Then I went down to the potter's house, and there he was, making something on the wheel. But the vessel that he was making of clay was spoiled in the hand of the potter, so he remade it into another vessel, as it pleased the potter to make. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Can I not, O house of Israel, deal with you as this potter does, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. Jeremiah 18 from verse 1 through to 6. The moral of this beautiful teacup story. God knows what he's doing for all of us. He is the potter and we are his clay. He will mould us and make us so that we may be made into a flawless piece of work to fulfil his good, pleasing and perfect will. May the teacup story become our story as we willingly held to our potter's hand. May we all see ourselves as God's creative mastery in this teacup story. And as you have stepped through the door. May this story touch, embrace, impart as you continue to share with others when you impart.
come to the end of this segment. Coffee time with Carol Schultz on Into the Garden. Thank you for choosing this podcast to listen to where teachers, encourages, resonates and reminds us how loved we are by the Lord. Flawed and all, but God has a unique way of connecting us to share His Word. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you like it, please feel free to share it with a friend, a neighbour, a work colleague or women's group. To my guest, Carol Schultz, thank you for coming alongside me and imparting this word. Ringing of the clock, there's room for you. And if you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday to you, perhaps an anniversary. Happy anniversary to you too, and may God continue to knit you together like only he can do. And who knows, you receive news of any kind. Well, congratulations to you. And then, of course, to the many out there who have lost loved ones during this time, Into the Garden sends our deep and sincere condolences to you too. As you know, the book is out. You don't know the cast of my alabaster box, as well as Prophet Keith Van Royen's Cave of Obscurity, Hidden to Bear Reveal. Both are wonderful gifts full of prophetic insights and golden nuggets. Purchase these books from Unlimited Ministries Artery from the admin staff at only 200 rand. So from me, Salome Jacobs, the author of You Don't Know the Cost of My Alabaster Box and the Mum with Many Hats signing off. Goodbye. Thank you. Sheshine. Grazie. Come Sayonara. Disfidinia. Adios. Dovidinia. Au revoir. Farewell. Adios, guli guli, adia, maya salamati, gavasti, lagon, taijian, salamatingal, avidesain, arrivederci, anion, spasibal, have it. Remember there's no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. And this is from Cory Ten Boom. So no matter the week ahead, it is past. Embrace the new of what God has in store for you. Activate and elevate. I knew God was, was with me. I always used to pray. Uh, my prayer was I uh, asked God to not to let the devil kill me out here while I was in the streets before I could get back. But I said, if you give me one more chance at life and music, I promise you, I'm going to shout you out and I'm going to testify and we're going to have a little church up in there. Waking up, thanking God. Every day is feeling just like Sunday. Wife, you fly by my side. Green light, everything is going my way. Riding clean, living dreams. Just left the barber and I'm feeling like Midas. Heard him say, 
give him praise What's in the water got you acting like this Ain't a day go by that I don't try To thank the Lord up above And if you wonder why I'm loving life I'm close and I tell you what's up Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed Yes, living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh Yes, I'm blessed Yes, I'm blessed Yes, Breaking out the bus stop Life is good, really good And every moment, no, I can't forget I gotta say, I won't change You're the reason that I am like this Ain't a day go by that I don't try To thank the Lord up above And if you wonder why I'm loving life Come close and i tell you what's up Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed Yes, living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh Yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed Yes, ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed Yes, living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh Yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed Yes, I'm blessed I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed Try to tear us all down, but I gotta thank God for every day above ground. Know the devil working day and night, but I look him in the eyes and you a damn lie. And I know I could've died in that time. I'm still around because I hear work, not because I'm mad. And I'm up on the doing time, got a message for you. Might be stressing out, but there's a blessing coming. And when it do through all the party and the nonsense, just take some time to thank God for what He done. When the partner you run with come with them negative comments, trying to get you to do something, you better not follow them down as I swear. I declare so much power in prayer. You had no idea. God is I'm blessed, 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 I'